0: Friends, we are, uh, this is our 20th episode that we have, Hi, Daniel. I know, can you believe it?
1: I and really it's the
0: episode I know Birch has been waiting for.
1: And <laughs> Lee and William.
0: And Lee and William, like, oh, this is going to be a great one. We have so much good stuff to get to. Um, uh, we just have had a great week or week and a half or whatever. It's been great and we can't wait to share it with you um so manny i'm gonna let you start off you've got some great news about ronnie and i can't wait about it
1: shortly after well not shortly after the night after we recorded because we record on wednesdays um and wednesday night i got a text that somebody was interested in ronnie um and it's the nicest woman who lives in woodstock georgia she has two teenage sons Um, She has a Labradoodle Weimaraner mix named Loki, and she had adopted from Weimaraner Rescue of the South um, two years ago, I think. She had adopted Henry, and so she was interested in Ronnie specifically because of Ronnie's uh, anatomical uniqueness, shall we say.
0: Bless her. Um,
1: for those of you who may have missed it, uh, Ronnie is an intersexed dog. She had a uterus and testicles, all of which were removed, um, when she was spayed slash neutered. Um, and she has a little penis that protrudes just a little bit out of her vulva. And what do we call her? It's her little Avon lipstick. Well, no, uh, we single. call her a math. Oh, her dog. She's a mathadog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, this woman was actually reading a book on gender fluidity when Ronnie's face appeared on her screen. It's, she's like, this is meant to be. Um, and so it was a little tricky because of the two dogs. And I didn't know how Ronnie was with other dogs. I, we, uh, asked we haven't her yet. uh uh-uh, because she'd been sick. Yeah. um and yeah. it's always easy for me my sister's dog Lucy loves all the dogs and so whenever I go to Nashville it's easy for me to test my fosters out because Lucy's you know she's fine with everybody she gets a little scared sometimes but um so i you know was getting ready to head to Nashville I'm headed to Nashville later this week so I knew I would be able to test Ronnie out with Lucy and figure it out but at, up until that point I had not had her around any dogs um and so she said she was willing to come on sunday to drive down here on sunday with her two dogs and her two teenagers
0: drive all the way down there
1: which is unusual yeah most people kind of balk that's a rule we have is that when they're adopting the dog they have to come pick the dog up um just because that demonstrates their committedness of
0: course and she's up um, by me so she's north of atlanta
1: yeah for those of you
0: who don't know where woodstock is it's northwest atlanta
1: Yeah. Cherokee County. Um, So yeah, so she came um, and we went over to my friend Susie's house um, and used Susie's backyard. And it was like, it's a process. You can't, if you're ever like introducing dogs and you don't know how they are, you can't just like set them loose in the yard. So we typically will walk them side by side for like parallel play with children. Uh, We'll sort of do that first and then let them loose in the yard. And so we, we had to do that with two dogs um and loki the the mix was the one that we were a little more worried about um because he's a sort of a grumpy old man um and he and ronnie barked at each other initially but when they got in the backyard they were fine and there was at one point where i can't remember now what was happening but something happened and loki was sort of jumping up on his mom and ronnie like she did sort of go after him a little bit and you know was sort of bit at his flank um she did not bite him but she definitely right. like you know went for him and so I was glad that she saw that, you know, cause, and that's the thing I love about the rescue I work with is we don't hide anything with these dogs. Like yeah. we want you to know what you're getting because we want it to be a good fit. And so but anyway, so we did it and she and Lucky eventually settled down and then we brought Henry in and the moment she and Henry started playing, I posted a video of it on my Instagram. First of all, Henry is twice as big as Ronnie easily. He is twice her size. But the two of them started zooming around that yard and playing. And it was like, all right, this is it. We're done. And so off they went, loaded up wow. in the car to Woodstock. Um, So that was my little Christmas miracle is that our little Ronnie got adopted and by somebody who not only accepts her for who she is, but loves it and is excited to share her story and let her be a testament to, you know, how differences can be beautiful so so much yeah so that was really that was really fun um and that's really sort of i'll have that the other thing i that occurred only other thing i was going to talk about uh this morning is i was scrolling instagram at 3 30 i'm only going to name one of the things that's on the list katie because i think this might just be an ongoing segment that i do as things occur Uh, to me i
0: saw so i logged on a little early um
1: well, because I, I forgot we were recording earlier. No,
0: and I'm testing out this light that the Big Boo Podcast made me buy. So when I have class, people can actually see that I'm here and I get credit for being there.
1: Katie like looks to be on the fall? Uh, I it's don't. I ball. mean, what,
0: what it does is make you see all my
1: zits. I can't see those
0: thing. at all. You keep well, pointing you. to them, but I can't see them. Um, and I saw this on here and I was like, I'm here for it. And I think <laughs> I know which one you're going to talk about. And I'm here for
1: it oh i used to do a thing on on uh, facebook all the time where i would say people of earth and then i would post some crazy rant or whatever it was yes. stuck in the craw at the moment so this is sort of my people of earth these are things i don't understand and these occur to me quite often but we'll start today off with one because my friend casey has already uh shared the same thing I saw on Instagram um, so obviously it, it's going to hit a chord with several people yes label makers oh
2: now, see, you probably understand you were going well, that one
1: I can go off on anytime okay label makers Katie you probably understand the label maker a little better than me but yeah. I do not understand the need to label everything I don't have one
0: are there times, not everything, but are there times when I wish like I could look in the top of my closet and go, what's in that box? Yes.
1: But well, there's this thing called a Sharpie on a very
0: limited basis. Exactly. I'm not going to buy a maker for it now in the eighties. Did I have one of those punchy things? And Those it, are cool. Those are, those are cool. But
1: I'm not to like into the whole, twist it to twist yep. get to the letter and then you punched it and yep, then it, yeah, yep, no, yep, I, yep, that. yep, yep, yep. That's, I couldn't wait. My favorite thing to play when I was a kid was like office and to I couldn't yes. wait to be able to get all the office supplies right like that was be super fun, um well yeah, but yeah, so anyway, this my friend Casey shared the same story I had seen at three thirty when it made me post this on our show notes. Casey's like yeah just go in my attic and look at all my sharpie labeled boxes like I don't know it just feels like I do follow a couple of accounts like on um, Instagram that are you know influencer accounts but not like I love this product let me show it to you it's like the house is beige yeah everything in the house is beige or rose gold even their vacuum cleaner is beige Uh-oh. or rose gold, like okay. what are you doing with your life? I'm gonna need the, you to live a little.
0: The only one that I would say is slightly different that if I could afford them, I would pay them to come to my house and do it is the home edit.
1: Oh, yeah, I do. Love I home. love
0: those girls, but other than yeah. that, I'm not yeah, no, I'm not doing all that. No, that's too much work. I I mean
1: my sister my sister's sister-in-law. So Lewis's sister came to visit yeah. them and she decided she was going to organize their pantry. Listen, I've spent my life organizing my sister's closets. Um, I understand yeah. what we're doing with here. And she did, she did buy some, you know, um, probably from the container store, some yeah. the airtight containers that are labeled. But I'm here to tell y'all she labeled one quinoa. And my sister's just not in need of a container labeled quinoa.
0: Well, so that sounds awfully fancy for yourself. it's sister. just
1: just not something that she really needs now had she labeled one dave's killer bread it's gonna sit out on the bowl on the counter <laughs> uh, i so love I'm some dave's Killer bread. bread
0: when i'm eating bread that's what <laughs> right? i get but right? i don't oh my god that's hilarious. speaking
1: of bread a loaf of bread oh. trying to kill
0: if you have not seen the Instagram, you should go on to Mandy's. Did you put it on ours too? Or I just, did not listen. I'm well, go on to, to... her um, Instagram. She like it was an effort, I'm sure, just to get it on there because of your injury.
1: Yes, it's a challenge, y'all. So I was there's a bakery that I have recommended many times on here, uh, Black Bear Bakery. I went on Thursday, I had a couple of will signings. And so I went to Black Bear beforehand and got a gift card for the sweet little woman who runs the virtual office where I rent a conference room. Because let me tell you what Joy has to deal with on a regular basis. When I reserve the room online, this particular company is an international company. And so they use military time. And for two times in a row, y'all, I have reserved a conference room for 2 a.m., Yeah, that's what Joy has to deal with on a regular basis. So I went and got Joy a gift card at Black Bear. I love it. And while I was there, I got a loaf of bread. And then Susie, uh, my best friend Susie, was my witness that day. And so I took her out to uh, happy hour afterwards. And I might have forgotten there was a loaf of bread in my car and left it in my car from Thursday until I got in my car again on Sunday. Um, So when I tried to cut the bread on Monday, it was a little, you know, resistant than it usually is and the knife slipped and yeah it's been a real thing luckily it's my left hand um I didn't I probably could have used a stitch but how the heck are they going to stitch you on the top of your finger um but it's one of those things that anybody that's ever had an injury on their hand or one of their arms that keeps them from being able to use a hand you can you can relate to me the difficulty of walking around with one working hand so it's anyway. not easy yes um but anyway so that was my very exciting weekend which has nothing to do nothing nothing on uh katie's week y'all that i have been <laughs> waiting that was thursday night wasn't it was
0: thursday night
1: so I, I woke up to a text friday morning that i have been waiting to hear this story um almost a week now so yeah okay. so wait 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 let me I was first about on, to say me, so, I got I, so
0: first of all had pulled up the text chain so i can okay
1: good read so it. first of all let's back up for a minute so i yeah. went back and looked to see it was the second time i had to do favorites which was episode five so if y'all would like to go back 15 episodes and listen mm-hmm. to episode five do it end, i talk about my love for the television show true south True South is the brainchild of John T. Edge and Wright Thompson. Um, who for who the was, record
0: I liked before, I just didn't know there was a show. I just want that on record. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I don't remember you know who, yeah, you knew John yeah. T. was. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, um, they live in Oxford. John T runs the Southern Foodways Alliance at Oxford, um, at Ole Miss,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they. Started this television show where they travel around the south and they interview you know, they go to little hole in the wall places typically and interview those folks and tell their stories and share their food. Um, and it has become like we talked about it then. Katie started watching the show at that point, yeah. And it's been a running theme throughout the podcast. If you listen, we mention it quite often having watched certain episodes. Katie and I really want to do a tour at some point where we go to all these places. Um, we will be joined by my friend William Bailey who two, two summers ago when William and his family were at the beach we got started talking about True South so William and I had already had a tour planned but Katie is welcome to join us mm-hmm. um, so that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen so anyway we're big big True South fangirls big yes. Time. so I awakened I awakened to this text from Katie
0: well i'm gonna go back just a little bit further because i watched the last episode of season six when it came out and i watched on december 9th and i said this i'm sorry did john t edge just tell me he grew up in jones county and you said he did and i said in clinton how have they not done old clinton barbecue and we left it at that and that was december 9th skip ahead I go to Macon I'm doing my thing um, which there are several stories that I probably should tell from that trip Um, but I'll save those because they're really funny so I was at a friend's house and this is how like crazy it is that this even happened so I was at my friend's house she's had a little medical procedure so I went by to visit and she's like please don't leave me Will tell Will, my friend Will, I was going to dinner with him. She's like, tell him to come here. We'll order in. I was like, I really, he's had a birthday. I need to spend time with Will. And we have reservations at Downtown Grill. So I really need to go. And that's where he wanted to go. That's where he picked. So I almost didn't even go.
2: <laughs>
0: is the message I'm sending. No. And so then I get to will and i get there we're walking down the alley just chit-chatting not thinking today was going to be any different than any other day in my life and i opened the door to downtown grill and if you've ever been to macon downtown grill is like the old and it's in an alley it's where um dwayne allman proposed to share like it's a historic building it's a great restaurant my friend richie jones who i went to high school with owns it and runs it now he does a great job with it so i opened the door and it's the bar is right there when you open the door and sitting at the freaking bar is john d edge now did you recognize him yes immediately? immediately. immediately immediately i was like holy shit, holy shit and he can see on my face immediately <laughs> that, I was, that i was a fan. and i was immediately embarrassed immediately <laughs> like instantly within two seconds he was like oh oh shit it's a fan and i was
1: like oh, oh, shit, I'm he, sure he gets that all the time i'm sure
0: i'm sure he doesn't because he I was know. like what is he, happening
1: He probably loved it
0: he was writing in his beautiful, like I noticed all the things. He was writing in his beautiful leather-bound journal. I was like, "He's here to interview somebody, so we we got to leave him alone." But he like recognized that I knew who he was, and he stood up. He's such a nice guy.
1: He stood up and he's like, "Hey," and I was like,
2: oh. <laughs> "You're John T. Edge. You really did have it all over your face."
0: like like we had literally I'm crying laughing seriously just talked about this and Uh. I had not realized he was from Macon and I don't know how because we've got to be close to the same age and he grew up literally so Jones County is right on the line with Shirley Hills which is the beautiful neighborhood that I grew up in and it's like a mile and a half From where he grew up. So I don't know how I missed that. I don't know, but I did. So I was already like, what if I see him around town, like in my head? And then there he is. So he stood up, and I, of course, verbally vomited all over him. I was like, you know, we just love you. Uh oh. Okay, we're back. Hold on oh my gosh of all the times for it to blip out
2: oh
1: no and i can't see you at all
0: i know well there i am oh, there okay. you are. oh my gosh so i verbally vomited all over john t edge and i was like i legitimately was just watching your show i love the stories that you tell i so said the podcast is just you know blah 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 and he's like we don't have a podcast i was like no mine yeah <laughs> Like I fumbled over my words. I was like, we talk about you all the time because we love a good storyteller. We love the, you know, the South and you tell great stories and the Dublin episode, you know, I just verbally vomited like it kept going. (laughs) So in my head, I'm going, do I ask for a picture? Do I ask for a picture? I was like, nope because this is he's at dinner i've interrupted him already
1: listen he stood up
0: he stood he knew immediately
2: (laughs) immediately
0: and so will is god love him is behind me like i don't even know who this guy is like what are we doing what is happening (laughs) and so i'm like thank you so much i said you know we just just know that i'm just such a big fan i'm glad that you've highlighted all the great things i so said i went to school in birmingham so i knew all those restaurants as well it's just such a great thing that y'all do we love what you and Ride do and i left it at that and okay. Okay. yeah so the whole time of course i sat where i could watch him to see who's interviewing because I, kn- I had a feeling because he was writing in this beautiful leather belt journal <laughs> that he was there to interview somebody and he was and he posted about it but is this beautiful woman who's from Macon. Her name's uh, Catherine Walden. And Catherine was an interior designer and a great, you know, businesswoman on her own. But at one point she was married to Phil Walden, who started Capricorn Records, which is where Otis recorded. It's where the Allman Brothers recorded. The studio is still there. Um, she had a son that apparently grew up with John T. And so, and he was friends with, so that he says he's writing about her um and about philip and um is
1: that, is that jessica walden's mom or
0: aunt? aunt okay aunt um who i also love jessica and went to school with her and just think the world of her she's doing great things for making as well um uh, but i was like oh my gosh he's interviewing Catherine walden what a great she's so lovely so for all of you people that have visited macon she used to she doesn't live there anymore but she used to live in that beautiful brick house kind of on the point right by the post office it's a um neil reed house uh it's gorgeous um Anyway, she's just a beautiful soul, and so I can't wait to read what he's written about her, and I'm sure they're going to talk about Philip, and um, it's, whatever he does is going to be great, but I'm just, I'm excited to see what turns out, but I did, I like watched him the whole time. I know Will was like, hello, it was was my birthday, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, But it gets even better, (laughs) so on the way out the door. So there's the bar, and then there's these tables on the other side of the wall, and Will, there were two lawyers. I think they're married. I don't. I don't even know who they are.
2: Sitting long ponytail.
0: No, mm -mm. it was a um. Right. Well, I know who that would be. But so they were sitting there, and the woman stopped Will, and um, she was like, "Hey, Will," and I was like, "Hey, you know." So I kind of turned back around, and she was like.
1: I was like, hey, no, you can't Katie was crooking her finger towards her face. I was, She's like, come here.
0: And I said, hey, you know, I'm Katie. I just thought, you know, it's a friend of Will's. They wanted to meet uh, whoever or just be nice, whatever. She goes, I saw you freak out. Walked in the door. She said, is that somebody famous? And I said, <laughs> I think it is.
2: Famous to me. <laughs>
0: It's John T. Edge. Like I tried to say it quietly because he's literally right behind me, interviewing Catherine Walden, the <laughs> gorgeous, beautiful, well put together. Doesn't fangirl over anybody Catherine Walden? And here I am <laughs> freaking out. That's John T. Edge. Have you ever seen True South? And she's like, it's John T. Like she freaked out too. So she is clearly a fan as well. Whoever yeah. I don't even remember her name because I was just so like. Don't embarrass yourself further, Katie. <laughs> so anyway, so we uh, had a lovely dinner, downtown grill. Richie does such a great job. Um, we'll go over all the food later because this is, it's anyway. Um, so we walk out and uh, I'm thinking, okay, I got to make sure I'm following John T to see what, what he was doing. And if he'll talk about it. Sure enough on Instagram, He put, hold on, let me pull up Instagram. He posts that he was there interviewing um, Catherine, who I love. So here we go. And so I, of course, have to like try to redeem myself on some level. When I tell you I don't fangirl, like I've met Charlton Heston,
1: such a random one to
0: pull. It's Moses, right? I've met Moses. It's it, just
1: it, that funny that you to that's you choose. the most
0: famous person I've ever met, is Moses.
1: Charles. Nestle. Well, <laughs> I love
2: it. So
0: you know, all kinds of musicians and artists. They're all wonderful, lovely people. I don't fangirl. I freaking fangirled. But i do need to go back and tell you that let me read the i gotta read look we're explicit so i can read it because i sent mandy a text that said holy fuck i just met john t edge <laughs> and I said, she said i can't wait to hear the details she's i said i don't fangirl which i totally don't and i but I totally fangirled.
2: <laughs> you were very
0: proud.
2: He looked at your face. He looked at
0: your face. He did. <laughs> Open the door and he was like, oh that's
1: the, that's the best part. He looked at your face. He looked. Up.
0: I'm turning red right
1: now. I'm not
0: <laughs> up. I'm so embarrassed.
1: Don't be embarrassed. I think it's awesome. Are you I kidding don't me? Dude, like, people are it's not george clooney
2: no edge
1: john t edge doesn't get recognized anywhere so listen you fed his ego
0: i did i did
1: so he he went home to blair with a big old head
0: (laughs) anyway (laughs) so he posted um he made a swift pit stop and make He wasn't there long i just happened like the the circumstances leading up to this are just crazy. My old backyard on the way home to Oxpatch. Uh, not seen here are the talented Mike and Richie at Downtown Grill. Co-sign on that. Totally love y'all. Um, and generous and kind Catherine Walden, who shared stories of her son Philip, my childhood friend. Um, I miss you, Philip. Thanks for the extra lamb chop, Nick. And the lamb chops at Downtown Grill are extra good. That's what I got when he was there for my homecoming drill. So good. So good. So then I, I posted on there because I was still so embarrassed that I just vomited all over his feet. I'm and I said, you. thanks for letting me turn into a total fangirl. Opening the door to see one of my favorite writers and one of my favorite hometown spots was a Christmas gift indeed. And then he replied. <laughs> <laughs> well... Apoplectic all over again.
1: (laughs) I think it's awesome, and he loved it. And you should not have any embarrassment whatsoever.
0: He said, Hey, it was nice to meet you. I really appreciate you watching our show. Not listening to our podcast, but watching our show. It was just, you know, I love a good story. We love that's why we're here, y'all. Is because we love good stories, and he's the ultimate to me. He's the ultimate storyteller. And um to meet him and know that he's so kind and nice and tolerated, this crazy woman that just verbally vomited all over She's is was just the best.
1: I'm telling you, he loved it. He so
0: loved now gonna we'll let Mandy take over because we're not done
1: we're not with the story. Well, he loved it as evidenced by his reply comment. I mean, he could yes. have ignored me if he was bothered He by could it. have ignored
0: me if he thought I was a stalker.
1: That's right. Um. So it just so happened that uh. So that was all on Thursday. Yep. And got the message on Friday, and then uh. True South's Instagram page shared on Friday that they were running a marathon Friday night, and so I uh. Posted on our podcast Instagram and said I shared their post and I said my Friday night plans are a pot roast some red wine and this true south marathon y'all should join me because Katie has a story that she's going to share with us next week and it's a doozy so that was that I woke up Saturday morning, or was it I can't remember now when it was at some point y'all The True South Instagram page shared that post on their Instagram. Like, this is so stupid. It is so Inside Baseball. But we were so excited.
0: Like, I was, like, screenshotting, taking pictures, texting her, like, what the hell just happened?
1: It's like we were famous. We were, like, (laughs) 2.2 seconds. But... We're not laughing and recognizing our fame because my friend Lee, the aforementioned William's wife. We are both like laughing and crying right now. Lee, Lee also screenshot the True South post and sends oh. it to, to our group text of our high school girlfriends. She's like, Mandy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And, and everybody else is like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you have to listen to the podcast if you want to know what we're talking about. <laughs> so then the next day, so on Friday, maybe that all happened on Friday. I don't remember. But on Friday, John T continued to post because he was in Cordell. Well, William's mother grew up in Cordell. So William's people are from Cordell. So I sent it to William and Lee and I was like, y'all, they're going to be recording in Cordell. William. William, you got to figure out where they are so that we can start hanging out there so when they come back to record, we can just be the casual extras in the background.
2: <laughs> and then we're going to be
0: sleeping in the parking lot, and they're going to call the cops on us, is what I'm hearing.
1: And, and, and then and then they then he posted from Americas, which is where William and Lee live. <laughs> I'm like, William, get on it! And Lee's like, i've never heard of this place she's getting on google maps like trying to figure out where this little restaurant is and she like sends a map sends a screenshot of the map and she's like william is close to your office so y'all william william gets in the car it oh. drives oh. to the restaurant trying to find john T.
0: <laughs> the layers of stalker crazy amazing myths
2: and then he sends us a video. It's like reporting live from the scene. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good.
0: I mean <laughs> you know, we have rove reporters.
2: There's what four was- people on the face of the earth. <laughs> this is exciting too. <laughs> and it's us and William and Lee. <laughs>
0: Oh god! Oh, I crazy. can't even, y'all! I can't
1: even. William said he's gonna get himself hired to work on True South before it's over.
0: <laughs> Legit, right? Oh, I'll on. be the hype man. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I'm crying, laughing. This is the craziest,
2: <laughs> the
0: craziest is. thing. It's
2: just- <laughs> it's such a niche thing to be excited about (laughs) i
0: wasn't even like i had contemplated not if i had (laughs) i mean i love my friend casey so much and i just i would want to stay by her side every second that i can her husband might think that's a little weird but i i mean i love her but the i'm so glad
1: this is casey i got to go (laughs) little did you know
0: (laughs) little did i know and it was like, one of those things, it was so cold and windy, and I opened the door and it, whoosh, a wind, and there's John T. Hush magically sitting in front of me.
2: <laughs> and your face was such that he
1: immediately <laughs> 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 Listen. Immediately. Said, this is what we meant when we said, find your people. <laughs> find your people. Find the other three people here who are going to get this excited about John Dean. The funniest thing is Jim, Birch's husband, went to graduate school with John Dean. He's always like, eh. Oh, <laughs> boy.
0: I feel like... Uh- we need to get him on the podcast. I'm gonna, I spoke it into existence. I texted it into existence. I feel like we need to get him on the podcast.
1: Y'all know, I think I told the story. If you go back and listen to episode five, I think I told the story of when I was in Oxford, like in the height of, yeah, lockdown.
0: I, <laughs> We're already stalkers.
2: I drove I around, <laughs> around Oxford. Looking at John T. and right,
0: <laughs> and all I had to do was open the
2: damn door at downtown grill. Well, I found him. <laughs> I, have video, I have
1: a video, I have a video that's it. It's a perch. Oh god, it said it's that John D sitting in the Adirondack oh, chair in his backyard. Oh, What's wrong with my us? God. <laughs> oh, <we're- laughs>
2: <laughs> We're crying. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me tell you, I, I really don't get excited about this world. uh I don't. I mean, I just. Oh, God. I was it just like Mandy, like we. We know everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. Nobody (laughs) is more special than the other. But what I tell you, that I freak the hell out. And now we're like sending rogue reporters out into the world to track him down.
1: Because listen, we have found
0: people. We have found them. Find your people, found.
1: Oh, golly, golly, golly. Oh, uh, (laughs) listen. I mean, was like a week of John T. <laughs>
0: Little does he know? Well, he will now because we're going to tag the hell out of him in this episode. <laughs> so can, uh, to watch out and get restraining orders, John T. Mandy can even write him; she's a lawyer.
1: <laughs> I don't do any criminal. Sorry. <laughs>
0: well, I got I know some people. I'm sure he's okay. anyway. Oh my gosh, it was the best, um, and I thought I really thought, and I'll tell the story next week because. I just can't get past the story, but I thought the cane story, which you know, the picture I sent you of the walking stick, uh, was going to be my story for the week. But that'll be next week because I can't, I can't get past this. <laughs> and it just kept going, and this, like, I, like, every day there was a new video or a new post, and I was like, oh my,
1: this is just the craziest um, thing I've ever in my life. Oh yeah. Oh. I was hoping... yeah, that's fun, um okay i think we have to move on <laughs> we
0: have to move on but there you go birch there's the deets <laughs> Ooh, loud
1: loud is right so uh, mandy it's food time food time okay uh christmas christmas time is here um uh, i thought i'd just kind of go through some highlights of what we'll be eating in the next
0: week um, um yep yeah, my su- next week is my turn and my sister-in-law did tell me where to find that dish so i will have that next week okay. i'm super excited the collard and grit thing
1: oh okay good yeah um soul bowl <laughs> some birch birch commented on our.
0: i know soul bowl.
1: <laughs> so that was our friend who worked with us in dc christopher smith who went to uh mardi gras and christopher was this really sort of shy quiet kid and until I worked worked in the front office which became like the staff lounge because we had the refrigerator with the free coca-colas in it
0: as Georgia Um, people tend to do
1: and so um Birch just happened to be hanging out in the front office too because that happened every now and then and Christopher came in we're like Christopher how was your trip how'd it go and he's you know telling us about Mardi Gras (laughs) and y'all he was just quiet and soft-spoken and then he says, he starts talking about the kids who were yelling for the people in the floats to throw the uh, mm. moon pies. And he said, they all of a sudden Christopher yells in Coverdale's front office, moon cookie, give it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when Birch posted, soul bowl, I had to answer with, give it up.
0: <laughs> we have officially...
1: Gone off
0: the rails. Gone off the rails and lost our damn minds. <laughs> so, I'm still red. I'm so I
1: can't wait for the great collards, all of that to say. Yeah. What I'm offering you up today is <laughs> Paula <laughs> Dean's shrimp stuffed potatoes, which we wow. have on Christmas Eve with the tenderloin um, and some other things, but the tenderloin and the shrimp stuffed potatoes are required. They're basically just twice baked potatoes, but you also fold in. Love it. Shrimp. Love it. And you can, they're great because you can make them way far ahead if you need to. um, And just have them ready to stick in the oven. Um, You know, you don't have to stand there while you're dressed for everybody coming to dinner, mixing everything up. You can just pull them out of the oven, which is nice um and they would go with basically you know not just tenderloin um they would go really well with a ham I would think um as well so if you were doing that I don't know that I'd really like them with turkey but you know no, tenderloin Yes, yeah tenderloes, yeah, tenderloes, yeah oh yeah that'd whatever. be great yeah so just thought I would share those with you all and then my sister <clears throat> sorry excuse me um all the laughter My sister loves nothing more than a cinnamon roll. And so. Same, by the way. So um, I try to make uh, cinnamon rolls for her. I don't always do it, but I do try to make some cinnamon rolls for her for Christmas morning because we will, as we're opening presents. So we open presents one person, one present at a time. Mm. So it takes a while. And so we'll pass around Nanny's sausage balls and some cinnamon rolls
0: which i'm making tomorrow by the way i got my scooper yesterday
1: love to hear it
0: tomorrow i can't wait
1: love to hear it um and then so but my favorite cinnamon rolls are like the big puffy soft mm-hmm. cinnamon rolls like you used to get in the rb right uh cafeteria best cinnamon rolls on the face of the earth bar none um Lee Willis's dad was the principal there. Thank you very much. Um, just bringing it all full circle. Full circle, um, there, Lee. So, the recipe I linked are Smitten Kitchen. Shocker. Um,
0: I mean, that, look, I thought it was cool that you met her.
1: Like, yeah, you didn't even share your great line from our show notes.
0: I see your Smitten Kitchen. I raise you an edge.
1: <laughs> so, um, but so these are Deb's uh recipe it's a recipe she actually adapted from um Mm. alton brown Mm. moniker can't remember Um,
0: but he's a good georgia boy
1: yes but so if you and she links to his recipe in Mm. the recipe that i have linked because her recipes for cranberry orange breakfast buns which are also killer really good um but she the recipe that she links to from him are cinnamon rolls and then she also has sort of if you read all the way through the recipe sort of at the bottom she has a recipe for apple cinnamon rolls and if you just leave the apples out then you can use her recipe for the cinnamon rolls i Um, love
0: an orange flavor anything
1: those those are really good and like I said, they're like the big soft. Are oven. they
0: yeast? You know, I'm afraid of yeast.
1: Don't be afraid. Yes. These are yeast. The other good thing about these is you, <clears throat> they require two rises, but the second rise is overnight in the refrigerator. And okay. so you just pull them out Christmas morning. And I think you have, I think they have to sit for a little bit before you put them in the oven, but that's great. Cause your second rise is while they're, um, you know, it's overnight. While so,
0: Santa is coming
1: exactly so um highly recommend those um and then we just added another food uh recommendation because katie got her christmas present for me which just starting i and mean we this like,
0: girl knows me so well
1: well we were like we well, have yeah, not believe we haven't talked about this place it's yeah. sweet berry which is in thomasville just down the road from where my I my
0: favorite creamery
1: it's so good. They have several cheeses now. They started with their Thomasville Tome, um,
0: Which I have a thing now, which makes me so happy.
1: Yeah, you have some. Um, but they have several different cheeses now. And they're just a great little, you know, independent, um, small business, Georgia business, which we love. Yep. It used to be that their shipping was exorbitant. Um, but it's uh, not. Well,
0: so they packaged it really well. I mean, I'm sure it's because you got to, I mean, with cheese, you got to put all kinds of packets of cold stuff in there. And they it was perfect. It was free. It was really cold in the packaging. Um, so uh, they did a great job.
1: You did it. I hope you will enjoy that. I myself, y'all, got a fabulous cookbook yesterday.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It was uh, published by Gogi and Her Bridge Club. And they all like shared their favorite recipes. They share it's split up in different sections. but one of them is they all shared their menus for when people would be coming over to Playbridge. Mm-hmm. They would share what they would have for lunch that day. So it's got lots of good making recipes in there. I'm thrilled to death. And it was signed by Gogi's best friend, which is
0: yes. Like- so I'll uh, in another episode I'll tell that whole story. But Gogi played bridge with the same group for like 65 years. And they were all like some were childhood friends, some were um, college friends. But um Gogi and her best friend were both good famies. And I, mean, I always run through if it's paper when I'm in town. I ran through if it's in the back. I was getting um, Christmas wrapping, but I always run back there because Usually, there's a copy because it's out of print, and um, there are very few um, that are out in the world. And there just happened to be one. And I, in my head, I'd always thought, well, the next one I can find, I'm gonna send to Mandy. And so I grabbed it as fast as I could. And I also <laughs> grabbed a little book of Sydney Lanier's poems, which is another great Macon native from a long time ago. And we'll talk about him, I'm sure, at some point um because my anyway there's a whole thing there too uh but i looked and it was signed by gogie's best friend shirley butler and it was so sweet and i thought of course shirley sent me this to send to mandy so i was just so excited um but like miss Bowdry cookies are in there cheese muffins are in there gogie's chicken squares are in there um
1: hey miss Bowdry's cookies by the way yes Delicious, aren't
0: they great i've
1: been giving them around to the folks that Let work them. over here in little baggie good
0: so good um but they're you know it's funny like well i'll tell the whole story about it another time but it's it was just another way that this trip was just meant to be because i don't see it every time i go in there and they're not always signed um, but this one was and it was from Charlie, and so that was just perfect. So
1: um it was great. Well, good, yeah. Good. So now we're on to uh your favorites, friend. Yes, other than so, John, Edge, other
0: than John
2: play it
1: on oh.
0: <laughs> oh. okay, so I thought I would start, I got an email or something the other day from one of my favorite places that we have not talked about. Do you watch the Lost Kitchen show? Do you know what that is at all? Okay. There's a show on Magnolia Network that I like a lot of those shows, but this is a girl up in Maine and she has a restaurant that's only open in the summer because otherwise there's feet and feet of snow. And Um, It's just a really cool story. She um, is divorced. She's remarried now, but she was divorced, back home with a kid with no income, and she built this business. And She's a great cook. Her father owned a diner in town, so she grew up cooking, and now she's made this beautiful place um, that supports the little community they're in it is so popular so hard to get reservations you have to send in a postcard this is how they do reservations so but they were gonna the united states postal service said there's not enough business in this town to sustain a post office so they were going to take the post office out of this whole town and she said well i mean what if we start doing reservations through postcards so they get thousands when i tell you thousands thousands of postcards every year and they put them in trays and they randomly pull for each seating. And if you, you gotta go when they tell you, you gotta go. And so isn't that great? But um, it's all women that serve. It's women that cook. Um, It's women that do the prep work. She does local farmers. She supports all of that. And they put a show on Magnolia Network that highlights that. And if you're not watching it, I highly recommend. Um, it's just a great story. And now she's got, of course, a shop on her website with cute little gifts that you could give for kitchen stuff and whatever. Um, so it's another female-owned business that you can support. It's not in the South, but that's okay. We love her still. Her name's Erin French. And she's been on the Today Show now. She's wonderful. I highly recommend all the things. Um, But I've linked her website in the show notes. And then um, I just, you know, when you have some free time and you need to binge something, The Lost Kitchen on Magnolia Network is so good. I
1: don't think I knew there was a Magnolia Network.
0: Girl. So it's not all um, Chip and Joanna. In fact, it's mostly Um, not Chip and Joanna
1: i didn't
0: realize that's. i've never been chip and joey in a stand so it it and um he gets on my very last nerve after a while but the other shows that are on there are really good you
1: have to subscribe to it
0: um no it's no it's on discovery if you're on discovery you can get all of the discovery things on there okay. the magnolia shows on there um really really good some great designers I love to look at how other people design their homes I can't afford to do most of what they do but I can make it you know anyway so all the things okay cool um (laughs) I had this on here but I didn't know that I was going to get a box of an unexpected gift at my door this morning (laughs) um so a friend of mine sent me, um, uh, she normally just sends me a Christmas card and I love it because she's um, got, she lives in St. Simons and she's got this white little fluffy dog named George and her Christmas cards every year are so cute. On this one, it's George and it says, um, I help lick the stamps. <laughs> it so cute but she sent me it's not much she just sent me some little cocktail napkins um, that says I drink champagne when I'm in love and I drink champagne when I'm not in love or something like that it was real cute but just the fact that she took the time to do that was so sweet and I just love that and so um, I'm glad that Mandy did that for me as well again today it was really really sweet and then I've already talked a little bit about my visiting with my friend Casey. Um, like I said, she just had some medical stuff done. So I just wanted to go lay eyes on her and say hello and hug her for five minutes. But it turned into, of course, drinking wine and having lots of laughs and catching up um, for hours. And that just made my heart happy. So go okay. see your people that you haven't seen in a while. Send the little thing. You know, it just it brought me joy um, to send Mandy the cookbook. It brought me joy to receive the gifts that I have received unexpectedly. So, um, tis the season. Yeah. Um, the next one. So I don't normally watch SNL. I I just, I'm not up that late. I'm asleep by then. (laughs) And I don't always love what they do. Like sometimes, especially with all the, like with Tina Fey being not there and all those women that I find very funny, Um, and some of the guys I don't normally just watch it but I love the weekend update joke swaps
1: I have not seen this
0: so Michael Che and oh he's married to Scarlett Johansson
1: Colin yeah
0: yeah. so they write jokes for each other and neither one of them sees them (laughs) before they read them
1: okay I think I have seen and
0: they are wildly inappropriate for the other to read it is, they laugh, and it's embarrassing and hilarious. Colin, I really think one of these days is going to get shanked for some of the things he says out loud. Like It's It's kind of like the blooper thing. Yes. Yes. So, for this year, though, Michael Che really upped the ante. And he had um, a woman who he said was Dr. Hattie Davis, who was supposedly a um, civil ro- an activist, sitting right next to Colin is he said, these very inappropriate things. Well, turns out she's just an actress. She wasn't really an
1: activist, but Colin didn't know that.
0: Colin didn't know that. The layers of funny that this sketch has now put out in the world is just it's a pretty amazing. Um, so I highly recommend watching all the joke swaps cause they're just funny, but that's about my favorite thing with SNL these days. And it made me laugh a lot. Um, and then I thought I would share a, a couple of my Instagram follows cause Mandy's always really good about sharing some great things to follow. Um, one of them, I just started following, um, uh, apparently Instagram knows I'm a, a word nerd. And so, uh, this is called the language nerds and like today's post is forgive me, father, pastor, vicar, padre, priest, for I have synonymed. I
1: think I follow them too.
0: But it also does like random old words with, you know, that nobody uses anymore, but they have these great definitions, that kind of
1: thing. Speaking of, did you see my Facebook post that the phrase is yes. spit and image not spitting image?
0: Okay, so mind blown. Mind blown. That I, feels
1: like something they would they would Yes,
0: do. yes. So for all you wordy language nerds like our friend John D. Edge. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great follow. <laughs> our new bestie <laughs> i'm right <ready> again <gasps> okay the next instagram poly that i love is called the royal collection trust <laughs> and look i love a royal gossip thing whatever but this is not that this is a look at the art the furniture the um the holdings that the royal collection trust has and how it they is. restore
1: them it's like a virtual museum it is my
0: favorite yes <laughs> my cheap. favorite mandy's not but it. <laughs> listen
2: it's fine we can look different things.
0: so today like today's post <laughs> or yesterday <laughs> the latest post highlights a portrait of queen victoria that she had painted of herself it's a selfie (laughs) but she had it done with all her favorite gifts that albert had given her over the years and she gave it to him so i know right so like anyway they said well this is the box that he gave her then and this is the jewelry anyway it makes my little nerd heart sing
1: but it looks at the
0: tapestries and the furniture and the paintings and all the things yeah and the dresses he's really into a tapestry i love it it makes me happy
1: good we love that
0: and then on the irreverent side is one um you probably have seen them, um and now you can buy like christmas ornaments with their sayings on them but it's a a mexican restaurant in texas called i'm gonna say this really wrong because i'm not uh, el arroyo i think Uh and um They have a great signage out front and they change it frequently and it is hilarious usually or inappropriate or just really fun. So I follow them for a good laugh as well.
1: A co-sign. They are
0: great. So those are are my favorites. Yay! Yay!
1: If we titled our episodes, this would definitely be the John T episode.
0: I see you're kidding and raise you an edge, (laughs) ma'am. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh y'all okay well we hope that you know i know this week can be stressful for yes. everybody getting ready for christmas and all the family coming and all the joys that that brings with it so i mean at least maybe we made y'all laugh while you're up late wrapping presents well, okay. May I please bless upon you all that nobody has to assemble a marble tastic um let's please get all the the little ears that might be listening to our explicit podcast away while I tell you that if you have a marble tastic that you're planning on giving your child and assembling on Christmas Eve, just stop, abort that plan immediately and come up with something else because yeah. I once spent an entire Christmas Eve, did not go to sleep, y'all, not for one minute assembling a marble tastic. Okay? Don't do yeah. it. Learn
0: yeah. my mistakes. As I like to say, it's my favorite saying these days at church um, with my, um, my lovely parishioners and in life, grace abounds. Grace abounds. If you don't get something put together, grace abounds. If something comes out of the oven not quite right, grace abounds. There is enough grace in the world to cover anything that we have going on these days. And we have to show each other and... <laughs> Our, you know, our, our families, I mean, my sweet sister-in-law is going to cook brunch for all of us and host us all after hosting friends the night before with four children. God grace love. abounds. Yeah.
1: Grace yep. abounds. Yeah. As long as we hand it out. So everybody yes. hand it out
0: grace. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> friends, this it has been fun. so much fun it's been unhinged yeah brooke i hope i hope you haven't broken a table
1: (laughs) yeah we didn't bang on enough tables and brookers on her (laughs)
0: look we need to have her on (laughs) look she will flip something over but we love her and we love y'all so merry christmas to all and to all a good night